hope and restoration for those who have lost loved ones. Prior to receiving the workbook for those who have ordered, they will receive a digital copy so that while the workbook is en route, they can still have access to the materials. The session include video viewing and then a general discussion and lastly reflections. So please share this information. Also with ReShare, if you find someone that may be struggling and do not want to participate in group uh, settings, we can offer uh, between Dr. Uh, Sherwood and myself, we can offer individual sessions. Uh, that has been the case here recently. And um, again, as we're called to serve in various capacities, such as grief share, we really will accommodate uh, people. And then lastly, uh, our Foursquare Connection 2022, May the 30th through June the 2nd. Please, you don't want to miss it. There will be a time of fellowship, training, uh, workshops, and you'll hear from ministry leaders on different things that they're doing in the current times that we are experiencing, especially uh, coming through the pandemic. So again, an opportunity for praise and worship, uh, training, fellowship, and workshops. If you want to register at foursquare.org. In addition, while you're on the site, you can actually look into some training development opportunities. Um, also, there's disaster relief, and we know that there are disasters all around the world. So if the Lord has called you to be a part of helping with the restoration process through disaster relief, visit, again, foursquare.org, as well as for international missions. And lastly, on yesterday, Saturday, April the 30th, at the Revival Center Bible College and Seminary, we had an opportunity to support uh, our chaplain, Tiffany Daniel. Uh, Tiffany received the Bachelor of Theology and the Master of Christian Education. And what an awesome achievement. We want to continue to congratulate her as she allows the Lord to take those learnings and that education and do what he has called her to do. Amen. We love you. Amen. Amen. And upcoming, we have our sister Turner. Her commencement for the School of Nursing will be on May the 25th. So again, we definitely want to support those. And we want to also mention um, Sister Pat, who also received various degrees on uh, yesterday. Uh, sister Pat has been joining us on our Friday nights for our Bible studies. So we want to keep, again, everyone in the spirit of congratulatory greetings as we proceed forward. And I believe that concludes our announcements. And again, we say welcome to our worship. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I I just want to, before we go into our worship, oh, I'm sorry. Let's go back. Let's go back for a minute, please. Let's go back for a minute. Back. Yeah, stop sharing for a minute. Mm -hmm. Where do I click? Name stop sharing. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. <coughs> Thank you. <coughs> okay, Pastor.
from the east and flashing to the west. So also comes the Lord Jesus. Are you ready? Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Are you ready? All right. Back to you, Sister Flo. Good morning, Azusa family and friends. My name is Cooper, and today I'll be reading the statement of faith. I will be reading the first line, read the second, and so on and so on. We believe that the Bible is God inspired. Yes. Read the scripture also, Cooper. We believe God is trying. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Second Corinthians 13 14. We believe that man was created in the image of God, but that by voluntary disobedience he fell from perfection. Romans 5 12. We believe that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Signing the pardon of all who believe on him, John 3.16, Romans 5 and 8. We believe that we have no righteousness and must come to God, leaving the righteousness of Christ. Corinthians 2.8 We believe that upon sincere repentance, and a wholehearted acceptance of Christ, we are justified before God. First John 1 9. We believe that the change takes place in the heart and life at the conversion to the very real one. Second Corinthians 5.17. Galatians 2.4. We believe that it is the will of God that we be sanctified daily, growing constantly in the faith. Hebrews 6 1. We believe that baptism by immersion is an outward sign of the inward work. We believe in the symbolic use of the bread and juice of the vine. First Corinthians eleven twenty four twenty five. We believe that the baptism of the Holy Spirit is to endure the believer in power, and that his incoming is left in the same manner. We believe that it is the will of God that we walk in the Spirit daily. Ephesians 4 30 32. Amen. Amen. Thank you, young man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Hallelujah. Jesus is my portion. 
Most gracious, yes, most gracious, most gracious and heavenly Father, as we are coming once more before you with a word from a mighty woman of God, our own, our own, for some presenting and to others, I don't think introducing to any of us. However, we're going to allow, pray for her and allow and ask our Father and Holy Spirit to lead and guide our very own Minister Christine Jackson. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who is this 
that hides counsel without knowledge. Therefore, I have declared that which I did not understand, things too wonderful for me, which I did not know. Hear now, and I will speak. I will ask you, and you instruct me. I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eyes see you. Therefore, I retract and I repent in dust and ashes. It came about after the Lord had spoken these words to Job that the Lord said to Ephilipaz, the Temanite, The wrath is kindled against you and against your two friends because you have not spoken of me what is right as my servant Job has. Now, therefore, Take yourself seven bulls and seven rams, and go to my servant Job, and offer up a burnt offering for yourselves, and my servant Job will pray for you, for I will accept him so that I may not do with you according to your folly, because you have not spoken of me what is right, as my servant Job has. So Eliphaz and Temanite and Bildad, the Shunite, and Zophar, the Nathanite went to went and did as the Lord told them, and the Lord accepted Job. The Lord restored the fortunes of Job when he prayed for his friends, and the oh, Lord increased all that Job had foretold. Then all his brothers, and all his sisters, and all who had known him before came to him, and they ate bread with him in his house, and they consoled him and comforted him all the adversities that the Lord had brought on him. And each one gave him a piece of money, and each a ring of gold. The Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning, and he had 14,000 sheep and 6,000 camels and 1,000 yoke of oxen and 1,000 female donkeys. He had seven sons and three daughters. He named the first Jeremiah, and the second Keziah, and the third Karaniah. In all the land, no women were found so fair as Job's daughters. And their father gave them inheritance among the brothers. After this, Job lived 140 years, and he saw his sons and his grandsons, four generations, and Job died. An old man full of days. Wow. Amen. 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 That's the word. Amen. So again, we ask ourselves the question, what is our confession? What is our confession? Just a very brief history. Now we, of course, did a fast forward to chapter 42 of the book. I just want to give you just a few pieces of history on the to the northern, northeastern side of Palestine, near a desert between Damascus and the Euphrates River. There are special features about Job. This is considered the first poetic book in the Hebrew Bible. Some believe that it was the book of the Bible, to the first book of the Bible to be written. So as we go a little further, 
and we look at where Job is today, when we hear the name Job, what comes to mind? I believe suffering comes to mind when we think of Job. Many of us, everything. Many of us picture a man who had endless, endless problems. And not just problems, make it worse, he had many insults. But Job didn't complain. People often use the term, you have the patience of Job. That's what they say. This Job suffered unspeakable misfortunes, some that many of us could never even have imagined. So much loss, reoccurring loss. After one turn, something else happened. After one loss, there was another loss. But he, for the record, let us remember, he did not complain. What is your confession? When we look at the history of Job, we think about how this was a time where Satan was on his job. Here was a man that was just. Here was a man that was faithful. He followed the Lord. Not only did he follow the Lord, but he, Job, stood the test of faith. Losing almost everything, practically everything. Losing ten children, all of his hard-earned wealth. And then to make it worse, his physical health. Job became depressed. How many of us have been in a situation to where we had losses and we had calamities and we had heart aches and failures? Just like Job, we, I'm sure, stepped into some line of depression. Unlike today, we have therapists that can walk us through. We have people who can stand in the gap for us in prayer. But you know, in the book of Job, it only speaks about these friends, which really were not friends. Some of the discussions they had, I'm sure behind Job's back, were discussions of persecution, discussions of downcast. I wondered, did they even pray for Job? When we think about the traumatizing agony that Job experienced, and these three friends, can you imagine Job trying to make sense of all of this? Again, this is an upright, seemingly righteous man. We ask ourselves on today, have we been in the same situation sometimes puzzled? Why would God allow this? What we do is we get into a place to where we trust God, we believe God, but at the same time our natural humanity wonders, where is my God? Where is my God? In the night hours when the tears are flowing, during times of struggle, times of lack, times of loss, we ask, where is my God? But where is our confession? For Jesus I live, for Jesus I die. It is God's sovereignty when the unexpected happens. This is what we have to hold on to. It's not an anchor, immovable, unshakable. It's a faith to where we hold strong and we believe that God is who he says he is. is. Amen. When we undergo these trials, we should never allow our faith to be shaken. Yes, we're going to go through. Yes, we're going to feel turmoil and pain, you know, from loss and things, again, of the unexpected. Through the book of Job, it refers to his friends who asked him, to admit, what did you do? 
because of the God that we serve. As we cannot always understand, but we know that God is working for our good. Romans 8 and 28 tells us that he causes all things to work together for good for those who love him. And that he blesses his children for faith and patience. Now we should remember that the Lord didn't tell you Hi, everyone. the story behind all that he had to suffer. But Job, without doubt, never forgot, of course, those children he lost. He never forgot the cattle. He never forgot the, the calamity that was placed upon his body. We have to remember that we still have room after trauma for God's presence and his sovereignty and his Amen. wisdom and his love which surpasses all understanding. understanding. So mm -hmm. us as believers on today, if you find that you are suffering or have suffered great loss at some point, probably multiple times, we look at how Paul described it. Paul said mm -hmm. we were afflicted in a lot of ways, in every way, but we did not despair. We were struck down, but we did not destroy. Oh, come on. Why? Because our mighty God raised us up Amen. through calamity and through destruction. If we look at the story of Job, it tells us that some of the possible heartaches we experience as we journey towards heaven, this is just the test. We are coming through the fire. We will not be burnt as long as we trust our God to sustain us and to take us to safe shores. Sometimes the hardship, if you take a close, close look at it, in the eyes of the natural man, it doesn't make sense. All but right. in the eyes of God, again, this was his way of letting us know he loves us, he cares for us, and these are not punishments. So we should mm -hmm. not look at this as a punishment for something we have done. We should come to expect it as his children. This is his way of chastising when we do disobey. So we ask ourselves, and sometimes we even ask God, is there something in my life, oh God, that shouldn't be there? Is there something, oh God, that doesn't please you? We should invite the rebuke. We are aiming to please and look just like Jesus. When we look in the mirror, we should see the image of Christ Jesus. Amen. And we should allow him to purge and to shave off anything that may be offensive in his sight. Losses, of course, God uses sometimes, believe it or not, as a tool for dealing with our failure. Mm -hmm. Our failure to please, our failure to worship, our failure to be in communion with him. Job, again, was an upright man. So we ask ourselves on today, what is our confession? We know that God will meet every one of our needs. He assumes full responsibility for our needs when we obey him. Do we really believe that God is able and willing to meet yes, all is. of our needs? Yes, he most is. People, most people would say yes. But what happens when the storm comes? Mm -hmm. When the wind blows? Yeah. And problems arise, and the sorrow comes, and sadness. Do we often wonder, God, where are you? Mm -hmm. You're this loving, kind, and awesome God. 
that we have served, O oh God. Where are you, Lord God, when the time comes to where we have to give the confession that, yes, I'm going through, but my God, my God stands in me when I can barely stand on my own. And while questions like these, we tend to ask ourselves at some point, it's a learning and a deeper principle on how we are to focus and keep our eyes on Christ. Amen. He is committed to meeting our every need, but he wants us to know that through our commitments, our lives have to be in his hands. Jesus even told his disciples, don't worry. He admonished them, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and these things will be added on Amen. Matthew 6 and 33. This is not just mere words in the air. This is mere not dust that settles. This is a promise from our Lord. It's a commitment. It's a pledge that we can claim. God knows us inside out. He knows every emotional and material need. He knows when we are hungry. He knows when we need clothing. He knows when we need shelter. He even knows when we need intimacy with him. Amen. As Jesus told his followers that the focus of their lives should not be set on material things here on earth, but eternally, eternal things such as his kingdom, and that every need that they desire would be met. As I studied a little further, I looked at what is a commitment? What is the value of any commitment? Well, a commitment is made up of two, two different things. The commitment is the ability of the person who's making the promise to fulfill the promise. Mm. Then there's the integrity of the person who made the promise, known as a promise maker, whether he has the character to follow through. Mm -hmm. I believe on today, what is our confession? Our confession is God, certainly without doubt, qualifies on both of these accounts. He is all wise. Yes. Proven his integrity. He always keeps his promises. Amen. If his word says it, it is so. He doesn't change like the friends of Job changed. His commandments, his statutes, and his many, many promises we can find in the word of God reflect an unchanging God, which is who he is. He's yes. the same yesterday, today, and forever. So when there's a need and we are seeking the face of God and we tell the Lord, Lord, this is my need, it declares that we have trust in our God and we know that he is able. He allows us a need to come to him so that he can teach us to trust him in even a larger zone. There's no problem too big, no problem too complicated or too difficult for him. I think the question is, how are we responding in the midst of circumstances or in our situations? Amen. Trusting God. Are we leaning upon the All right. arm of our Jesus? Oh, come on, come on, come on. We have to lean on Jesus. Yes. He pledged that God would meet our needs. We can write many, many pages of how he has met our needs, where he's brought us from. And not just monetary, how he has healed our bodies, 
how he yeah. has restored our souls, how he has yeah. provided in times when we just didn't know what would yes. be the outcome. Yeah. Seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, it means this. It means that he is obligated to meet our needs when we yeah. are faithfully trusting and obeying. Amen. Walking in step with him. Yes. Allowing him to lead. All he right. does this according to his will, his plan, and his yes. purpose. And most important, this is where we kind of we, we wonder sometimes, his perfect timing. Amen. Amen. And stepping ahead of God is not using wisdom. He oh, may choose on. to answer it in the next few seconds. He might answer it next month. It may be years down the road. But he again answered prayers. When the answer comes, we know that it will be perfect, yes. it will be timely, mm-hmm. yes. and we will see the fruits of the promise. One of God's greatest desires is for us to learn to trust him through his infinite wisdom and his timing. We should not act or go ahead of God, we should wait upon the Lord. And by waiting, we will mount up with wings like eagles. We will soar. We will run and not be weary. Yes. Come out on the other side again with our confession. So I say, what again is your confession on today? Will we completely surrender and trust him even when we don't understand why? Amen. The circumstances are not meant for us to wrap our minds around and understand the whys. Yeah. The circumstances are to lay it on the altar and allow our God, a never-failing God, to answer on his time, on his perception, on what he deems best that will work on our behalf. He is calling us to trust him. Amen. And him alone. He is the total source of our supply. All that we need is wrapped up in him. Yes. Say, Lord, I trust you completely to meet my needs in your timing. Yes. And according to your methods. I want to lay myself down. I want to just give you, Lord God, my hopes, my dreams, and my desires. And I ask that you would mold and shape them as you your will. I know Amen. that you take care of me. We can count on your love, your wisdom, your power, and your grace. For therefore, you have never failed us. Just never. like just like you cared for those, oh God, over the many, many years, oh God, you provided. You have shown us ways in which, Lord God, you would take little and make much. Mm-hmm. You would send Hallelujah. people as faithful, Lord God, to give us what we need to get your work done. Because at the end of the day, it's about your work and your kingdom. What is your confession on today? Amen. Will we lay it down and allow Jesus, whether we have lost loved ones, whether we have lost homes, whether we have lost jobs, and literally have lost our minds in this wicked world, will we lay it down and allow him to lead and guide us to safe shores. 
Most believers would say yes. But when the storm comes, what are you standing on? Do you have the anchor? Do you have the Christ Jesus who will sustain in any storm, through any circumstance? Good words. Amen. Amen. We say, what is your confession? For me, I'm standing on the word of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. On Christ the solid rock, I stand. No matter what, I stand on Jesus. Because, believe me or not, our standing is not just for us, but it's for the dying world. And we know that they are watching. They are whispering and talking about this Jesus we talk about. They're watching and they're yes, they're waiting. Yes, they're waiting. Yes, they're hungry. Mm-hmm. They're looking for answers, but it's up to us to wait on Jesus. And just as Job's latter days were, Job died at our age 104. I don't know naturally if I'm going to live to 104, but I'll say this: for as long as the Lord grants my life, mm-hmm. let my living not be in vain. Mm-hmm. Let me lay down my life. And allow him through me to be the vessel for the souls that are lost and dying in this world. What is your confession on today? Trust Jesus. Don't move. Hold fast. As pastor says, hold the line. Don't move. He is the anchor and the source of our life. What is your confession on today? May God bless you, and I pray that this word has been edifying to your very souls. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Lord God, for that which we've spoken. God, we ask in the name of Jesus that the power of your anointing, God, bring an electrifying awareness to us, oh God, on what it is you have called us to do. We have not went through nothing even to the magnitude that Job did, God. But yet it is his example of a righteous man, God. One Lord God who did not question, oh God, the things that you have allowed him to go through. And even as each day unfolds, we don't know what's ahead of us, but God, you do. So as God, we are encountered with storms that might just walk on this world, God. Let us just stand flat-footed, assured, God, that you're walking with us, you're keeping us, you're con- you're, you're keeping us, Lord God. You're sustaining us, and God, you are yes. keeping us daily for work. Let us not stray from your presence, but let us again look to you, God, the author and the finisher of finish our faith. Keep us, oh God, mm-hmm. in these dark and evil times, and we will be ever so grateful. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 In times like these, you need a Savior. In times like these, you need a
Christine, we as always we thank you. You're yeah. muted if you're trying to say something, Pastor Christine. <laughs> all right, yes, all righty, all right. As always, we want to thank you so much for that timely message, Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church. What is your confession? What is your confession? I hope that it would be staying committed, as Sister Christine told us, staying committed and waiting for God's perfect timing. Not ours, but His. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Minister Christine, as you were sharing, I can't help but say I kept thinking about not just Job, but with Paul and the thorn that he had to live with, could we stay the course? If Can you just imagine every time that thorn to keep us humble? Could we stay the course? And then Jacob, who wrestled to say, oh, not today with that angel. You are not going to leave me until you bless me. Can we stay the course on being committed and waiting on God's timing, waiting on God's timing. Those two men walk through the rest of their lives within, with pain as they waited and stayed committed on God's time. How many of us would have just flipped the script as soon as like Job when his wife and his friends came to them and said, what did she tell him? Curse God, right? What, what did they say? Why are you waiting? What are you doing? How many of us would have allowed our friends to be in our ear and change the whole course? Because as Sister Christine, Minister Christine, Pastor Christine shared, we would be saying, why God? Why God? Why God? But would we be able to stay the course? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So thank you, Pastor Christine. For that word, for that word, and for the scriptures, is my suffering in vain? As you're going through, family, as you're going through, that is the question. Is my suffering in vain? Just remember, as she told us, as she shared, that God is there through it all. He's there through it all. He may release his hands to allow you to go through it, but he is still there. Amen. 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 So, Pastor, Amen. did you have anything to say before I ask for prayer? I'm, I'm just excited about that word. Amen. Amen. And I, I love it because it's a timely word. Amen. And I, I just want to say thank you. Minister Christine, for that word, for allowing God to bring it through you. And I thank God for those who are taking the word. Let us apply it for us, mm-hmm. our lives. God, help us to stay.
course, all mm-hmm. the lines. Amen. But mm-hmm. I, I love it, and I won't say much more on it. Amen. Thank Amen. You. Thank you. All right. So I'm going to stop the recording and just ask if there's any prayer requests. Um, if anybody just wants to come off the mic and thank our pastor for the day, for the word that has been shared. You can say it. Yeah. Just, just talk up. Yes, just talk up. gracious and heavenly father as we come before you on this day thanking you for the word that has been presented thank you for leading and guiding our pastor as she presented that message for today and i pray that it resonated on each one of us that everybody took a piece out of it father i also want to lift up sister mclaughlin in the loss of her baby girl father i ask that you meet her where she is And just in your timing, fill that gap, fill that gap of grief, sorrow, despair, and all the other emotions that we go through as we move through a loss of a loved one. But just let her know that you are there and friends and family are there beside her. And and you're always there to guide her. When she needs someone to talk to, may she not feel as though she's alone, that she always has you and she always has you. Even if she doesn't want to pick up the phone, 
and hear from another one, from another loved one. Father, I also ask that the men, all the men that were named, that went before you to even include our pastor. Father, I know a lot of times it looks like the odds are against them. A lot of times they feel like they're all alone. A lot of times they feel as though they're in despair and even the world has judged them before you have. How dare the world place their judgment upon your children. But Father, I ask that you lift them up each one of them individually, and just let them know how much you love them. Father, I pray the doors will open and people will come into their lives just to give them that greeting, that smile, to remind them that you are there. So Father, as they feel downtrodden and they may look down at the ground, fill them with your love in their hearts, Father, so that their heads will rise and they will stand tall and be recognized as mighty men of valor, your men, Father. So let them tread not on unsacred ground. Father, everywhere they walk, may it be guided by you. Bless them, Father. Bless them, Father, as they strive to do your work here on this earth until you return. Father, I pray for the children, the young men that have served with our ministry as well, and even for our women of God, our women of God. Father, may they be placed in places for their purpose. May we all learn to walk in our purpose, Father. It is your charge that we lead and guide and take your word to some of those places where anyone would not want to go. But Father, I take that mantle. I take that mantle in your love, Father, and go where you shall lead us. So Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church knows that they have an international calling on them, Father. As you've placed ministries from all across the nation in our pastor's charge. Father, I pray that you will lead us and guide us and allow us to stand up to that charge, Father, that Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church will be the lead of your charge and that even though we may be few in number, you will continue to make us mighty, mighty, Father, mighty warriors, men and women, kings and queens of yours. In Jesus' name, I pray that every heart that may be feeling weak, may be feeling alone, that you will feel it right now because the church is in us, not in the building. And may we always remember that as we look around at this world. Yes, they act as though they know you not. May we remember it is within us and it is our calling to teach them, to show them, and to love them. In your name, I pray and I thank you. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In India, and then in Pakistan, the Muslims are predominant, but the church of God is going on. Amen. 
that are going on. They're doing great work. People are getting saved. They're baptizing people. Things are happening. Amen. And Kenya and Nigeria and Sierra Leone uh, and Mexico and, and Cuba. All over the place. Amen. God is moving. Yes. God do it for America. Do it for America. Mm-hmm. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Mm-hmm. We are so grateful. And I, I want to say thank God for uh, Minister Christine and Chaplain Daniel. Amen. Co-pastoring. Mm-hmm. Amen. They are moving. They are shaking up <laughs> hell right now. Amen. Mm-hmm. And I'm, mm-hmm. I am honored to serve with them. And the best is yet to come. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. God got a blessing. Amen. For our church. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are also, let's keep in mind that uh, also in August, uh, we will be. There's a event in Christenberg. Uh, Minister Christine will be attending, and anybody else who wants to go with her, uh, that will be a great opportunity to serve. Amen. To see the church. Amen. See what you're all about. Uh, also, summer is coming up. June, sometime in June, we'll be looking for. We'll be. Uh, having a meeting. Amen. Uh, church council meeting in June, sometime in June, by God's grace. We need one. And also, uh, sometime this summer, we want to do a church picnic, a church Sunday. Amen. To bring families together. Amen. Uh, so, Minister Christian, uh, keep that in mind for your announcements, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and anybody have any, any questions, please be free, feel free to share. Uh, I mentioned earlier, please keep uh, uh, Dobby in prayer, Sister Dobby and Kisona's in prayer. Mm-hmm. Amen. Uh, uh, Chaplain Daniels, mm-hmm. it's all yours. With no, there are no further announcements. I'd like to go back to close with the song, one of the songs that we open with this morning, if that's all right. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You enjoy. <laughs> Aren't they doing a great job, both of them? <laughs> yes. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Yes. Beautiful job. Beautiful oh, thank job. you. Deaconess is happy. Very happy. <laughs> because because it gives me a break.
So family, <laughs> I wanted to go out on that song because, as you know, Pastor Christine just shared with us whatever your confession. She says, what is your confession? And I just say as we close, whatever your confession, stay committed. Stay the course. In God's time, only in God's time, his perfect time. And a lot of times we throw in a towel and we give up much too soon. I know I'm so guilty. I'm not going to point a finger at you and have three pointing back at me. All right. Amen. Just stay the course. Like she said, Sanaj, I know, as Pastor said, your story, I know my story. And you know yours. Stay the course. Don't give up when you're that close to victory. Stay the course. All hearts and minds, as we prepare to depart one from another, have a blessed week. Have a blessed week until we meet again. Come join us for Bible study on Friday evening or even the, the prayer line throughout the throughout the week. We, we need some help there because those of us that are working, we, we, we're busy, I know, but we need some help, some backup, because people are coming on that line, and they're looking, and they need prayer. So if you can, during that hour, during that time, 1130, take, take lead on that prayer line if you have time to stop in, because people have been waiting. All right. All hearts and minds. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. Amen. All right, family. Until we meet again, be blessed. Shalom.